Welcome to the Soul Surgery Podcast. I am your host, Nikki Clinch, and I am so excited to share with you the episode for this week where I get to sit with one of my coaches, one of my mentors, um, and a constant inspiration to me and to my life and to many lives, particularly right now. Um, the amazing Susie Ashworth is sitting with me for this week's episode. Susie is an incredible business coach and business mentor, but really that doesn't at all capture the power of this woman. She is a quantum transformation coach. She is someone that lives and breathes what she teaches. She is committed to the embodiment of everything that she passes on. And that is one of the reasons why I chose her as my business coach. And she has been mentoring me in my business for the last two years and has, I would say, you know, been a dramatic influence, dramatic influence in this absolute expansion and growth of my business. Um, and because our business is, is an extension of our, our expression, of our truth, of our authenticity. And Susie constantly works with me both on a, an energetic and vibrational field, an alignment and purpose field, and then of course a business strategic and just being smart level. <laughs> But, you know, I think the biggest thing that I learned from this incredible woman is to remember who we are. Many, many times when I have been in the spiral of self-doubt or shame or questioning of my value, um, maybe I've made a mistake or maybe I have really messed something up, Susie will often say to me, Nikki, remember who you are remember who you are and it, and it always brings me back so i can't wait to share this episode with you i'm going to stop gabbing on um this week we are speaking on the topic of why do we feel the need to prove ourselves and this is going to be a topic that everybody is going to identify with so this is going to be super super useful if you hear anything in this episode that gives you a big aha moment any shifts any insights any moments of healing for you please do share them with me i love hearing about your healing you can dm me on instagram you can send me an email you can write a comment in youtube you can write an email to me on the website I just love hearing about your healing and that's why Soul Surgery is here, is to create those shifts for you. And if you love this episode, if you love any of the episodes, please leave us a review. Your reviews really matter. They have an impact to the podcast and they help this content spread far and wide. And if you love the podcast, please subscribe to this channel and be part of this community and just make sure that you receive your episodes when they are out immediately. So enough gabbing for me. Let's go straight to the episode where I sit with Susie Ashworth. So welcome to Soul Surgery. 
So welcome Susie Ashworth to the Soul Surgery Podcast. I'm so happy you're here. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me. I love you. Mm, I love you too. <laughs> I was raving about you in the introduction, going, Miss Susie's my coach and she's the only one I want to work with. Um, and it's really, you know, it 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 is an it is always inspiring to sit with you. Um and you are one of the people that always finds ways to to keep surprising me. Mm. Um, you always seem to come out with something that I just don't expect to hear, and just at those moments when I don't when I don't think that's what's going to be coming, and it's just just lands in places that open me. And so you know, you're a real inspiration, Susie Ashworth. Oh, I really received that, and. I want to remind you that you were the first person that I specifically manifested and you showed up within 72 hours of me putting out a really clear request to the universe about what my new upgraded, up-leveled clients were going to be. And you just came in and it's been a such an amazing growth for me as a coach to have you working with me so I just want to thank you and reflect back that inspiration it's a joy oh thank you for for speaking that I I love hearing that because and I think it's so important for everybody to hear this because I I I felt that moment when you declared it and and you and I we weren't friends or anything like I'd met you once in an, at an event and then I came and spoke at your event but we hadn't really spoken before and I had just booked my trip to Peru so clearly I was like commitment to an upgrade yeah. <laughs> and honestly no joke I just woke up that morning and I just thought Susie Ashworth mm. And I didn't even know why. And I think I even left you a message. And I said, I don't even know why yeah. I'm getting in touch with you, but I think I need to work with you. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Like it's even really just speaking beautiful. that gives me chills. <laughs> yeah. Because it's been such a, an incredible path. There've been so many synchronicities. It's absolutely right that we came together when we did and yeah the growth that we have both had it's yeah it's the universe at its best co-creating at its best it mm. is and i think it's so important as well just for everyone to hear that it is absolutely safe and it's okay to make really big business decisions mm. based on these moments of just pure hearing, listening from somewhere that doesn't make any sense. And if you can trust and follow those magic moments, like they just come from like a wisdom, like a hearing. And I mean, honestly, that that's when the magic really happens. Yeah. So when I asked you about what you wanted to talk about, for this episode, you said you wanted to speak about why we feel the need to prove ourselves, mm. which I, I I thought was such an amazing topic to suggest because it's quite it's quite simple, 
And yet, every time I sit with this, since you suggested it, I feel how deep this goes. Mm. And so before we go on further, why did you suggest this topic? Because I had noticed within myself this energy of not feeling enough and this desire to show up in a way that made people see. I was trying to manipulate how people saw me and I could feel it. I could feel it in every word that I said. I could feel the contraction in my chest and I did a whole podcast on it. It was the it was the trigger, it was the wound that had been opened up by Clubhouse. And I, uh, which for those of you who don't know, is a, social, is a new social media app where you're just using audio and you're having real conversations with people. And it's a beautiful space, but it's a new space. And in that newness, I didn't know where my position was. And even in saying that, there's just a lot of layers of bullshit, really, around hierarchy and who's this person over here and who's that person over there? And I found myself just feeling less than and wanting people to know who I am and feel that what I've got to say is important and really feel me. And I was just, after 72 hours of craziness, I was like, who are you? Like, what is going on here? And what was really beautiful is since that time I have landed, I've come back home. But even before we started this conversation, just taking the time to close my eyes and ground myself and be in my body rather than be in my head, anticipating what it is that you're going to ask me and then make sure that I've got this beautifully crafted articulate answer for your incredible listeners how about I just land in my body and be me is that okay yes and actually when you do that and I don't mean just you I mean all of us it just creates such a rich and intimate space yeah for something beautiful to happen yeah I um I completely identify with what you've shared. I've had multiple layers of this sort of insight and seeing it even more clearly each time even just the sort of subtleness of it how it can leak out and you know my whole old my brand the worry woman brand was based on literally being this somebody mm. and it was just it was exhausting. It was absolutely exhausting to be her. And I didn't even know that I was exhausted yeah. <laughs> until, until I realized that she, that whole persona was just about survival. It was just about mm. surviving my past. And, you know, I had another moment again at the end of last year when I realized that, you know, all the pictures that I was putting up were so kind of perfect and when I really looked at them it was like there was this separation between me and my community 
And I was like, oh, I can't even see me in there anymore. And so I, I really relate. I've been going through these multiple layers of just kind of releasing more and more of this trying, this present presentation of someone. I actually looked up the definition of proving. Mm-hmm. And it says, I want to read it to you because it's really interesting. It says, to establish the truth or validity of something by the presentation of evidence. I am valid. I am valid. See me. Hear me. And I think what's quite interesting is that you said this separation between you and your community. And I believe that it's that separation between who you're presenting and yourself. And I had the really beautiful conversation with a friend at the weekend who was acting. She said, I've abandoned myself so many times and yet I can't leave. And I could hear the anxiety in her voice. And as we just went back and forth with each other, just me asking questions and her responding, I could hear her coming back home to herself as she stopped trying to prove that she was worthy enough by staying in the thing that she didn't want to stay in and it's that coming home it's that knowing that I have nothing to prove not even to myself which is actually how I recently started my event I got everybody to write it down for five minutes and in that repetition of the writing I have nothing to prove not even to myself you just get to drop in further and further and further into that knowing yes. that you are enough. Yes, because, of course, it's only someone who doesn't know that they're enough that needs to prove. I just literally had someone on Instagram I shared about this is what we were going to be talking about. And she goes, oh, you know, I think it's so interesting. You know, we live in a competitive world and we kind of need to find our space. And I said, well, do we, if we already know that we are, we are home, Mm -hmm. do we need to find a space or do we already have space? You just get to be. And exactly. And it's so, and and I think it's really interesting because it is, we are going through a really big process right now individually and as a collective where these presentations of who we thought we were just don't seem to fit anymore. It's like these big slaps in the face going, oh, wait, hold on a second. I thought that that was really important. I remember I had, I was coaching someone and you know, the big reason why she couldn't really follow her dream was because of this big you know, corporate job she'd had. And then suddenly the pandemic hit and it it meant nothing. It was gone like that. Boof, it was gone. This thing that was the reason why all these years she couldn't just be herself. And suddenly she had nothing else to hide behind. Mm. It was like, oh, I could just be me. (laughs) So, okay. So speak more about being a leader, being in leadership, and coming from this place of not needing to prove? I think that there is a a richness that comes with grounding. 
and I feel it in my words and I feel the connections that I am able to form and facilitate within my community and with my audience. It's just different. There's so much more depth because you're coming from a place of truth. There's no manipulation. Yes. And this word manipulation I think is very interesting when you're in the business of helping people see things differently. There is some type of manipulation that is happening because you need people to have a different thought you need to plant the seed for people to to say oh oh maybe it can be different maybe this is not how I thought and I think that in the past with me and certainly what I see within the industry is that that the desire for people to see things differently can come from such a place of manufacturing that Mm. it becomes disingenuous. Mm. The, The transformation doesn't stick because it's coming from a place, it's coming from a facade. And I think that as leaders... You know, I talk about all leadership starts with self-leadership. You can't lead anybody else unless you are leading yourself. And whilst I know that you can get to a certain level with that in in, um, authenticity, when you desire to create great impact and when you desire to be at peace, and those two things are in equal measures to me, then uh, this needing to know that my words are enough, needing to know that I'm allowed to change my words, needing to know that I am, you know, I'm an evolution, I'm a work in progress, and maybe what I said last week is not the same as I feel this week or I'm going to say next week, and knowing that that's all okay when it all comes from a place of, truth and not needing you to see me in a certain way or not needing you to receive this in a certain way it changes the game I think for everybody because everybody feels it yes I um as I was saying before this topic just keeps getting deeper and deeper because you know really this is this is about coming home and and it's also about power like when i mm-hmm. hear you speak about you know leadership in this way and the manipulation you know one big lesson for me is has been my distorted relationship with power mm-hmm. and how i have but what i thought was power was actually force it was manipulation mm-hmm. What I used to think was power, I have learned was force. Yeah. And force is something I have to make happen. Yes. I have to push it. I have to somehow manipulate life 
and the situation to make it happen. What I am learning now is, and it still surprises me, is the more that I am my truest self with myself and the more I'm in alignment, the more real power flows through and there's no force. It just, it's already there. Yeah. (laughs) It's the letting go, you know. It's the letting go of the need to control yourself and others. Mm-hmm. And the more you surrender, the more you release, the more you let go, the more it flows. Yes. But our mind says that it doesn't work like that. The ego says, no, 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 no. If you let go, then it's all going to fall apart. If you let go, no one's going to love you. If people see you, then, yeah, it's a problem. Mm. Do you believe that there is such a thing as imposter syndrome? Oh, as in, like it's a thing, like because at the moment it's kind of known as it's a diagnosis of some some form. But I find it very interesting, and I'd love to hear your thoughts around it. Yeah, my instinct was to say I believe that it exists but as you ask the question I think that probably it's different to what we are what we're calling it you know that belief you know I talk about having all of yourself and the the limitations and the contractions we feel are when we are in denial of all of our greatness when we are in denial of all of our limitlessness. And so that imposter syndrome is us being in that contraction. It's putting the limitations on what we are fully, what we're fully able to lean into and expand into. And that for me is what imposter syndrome really is, the lie that you are not everything. Yes. And because you don't already know that you're everything or everything and nothing, mm-hmm. you know, that may lead you to to push or prove. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'll tell you what my, my, my experience with imposter syndrome is, is I, I actually truly believe that it's not a diagnosis or, or some kind of fault that we all have. But actually, I think... I think if we really get honest and go deep, I think we all know deep down when we've gone out of integrity with ourselves, or when we've gone out of alignment. Like you said, when you're when you're not really knowing who you are, um, and and somehow by not really knowing that we present or we push or we prove and then we get these sort of backlashes of shame which yes. we call imposter syndrome mm. but actually I, I think it is really because we have gone out of alignment and there's and and it's a really useful thing to recognize when it happens because it's for me now when it happens it's like oh what if I'm really honest with myself did I come out of, was I out of integrity with myself The soul remembers, you know, it's that remembering who we are and the soul knows. And I think that it doesn't really matter at what end of the spectrum you are. You're very self-aware. 
And so that coming out of alignment for you is when you get into that space of not knowing or feeling that you can't or the next step is too big. And it's like, do you know who you are? Like, have you forgotten who you are? And then you have the other end of the spectrum where that self-awareness is not as developed. And I believe, and again, I'm not a therapist, but I believe that that shows up in anxiety, in depression, in, mm. uh, I'm not going to use the word playing small, but just that that, that feeling of dis-ease with mm. self and life and what it is that you are doing, how you're showing up in your relationship how you're showing up in your business or in your job. It's that knowing that something isn't quite right, but not being able to put your finger on it. It's the remembering. It's that part of your soul that remembers that you're not supposed to be living the life that you're living, that there is so much more available for you and you're not showing up for it. Mm. Wow. That just requires such a trust. It requires such a trust because really what we're listening for is is beyond what we know. It's beyond the conditioning. It's beyond the the story that we've we've believed in that who of who we are. Mm. Um and you know, that is really the work that, that you do and I do when we speak about mindset, we speak mm. about upgrades, you know, really what, what what's happening was we're releasing who we're not. Yes. <laughs> and that we thought we were. Um and what happens then is this enormous space opens up. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm just trying to sort of think about someone who's listening to this, who may be at the beginning or, or just starting their business and finding themselves burning out a lot and, and, and pushing themselves a lot. You know, how would you, how would you bring this to them? <laughs> I think the first thing is, is to get quiet. You know, the first thing is to just get quiet, get still and ask yourself, what do I need? Mm -hmm. You know, do I need support? Do I need to release this? Where am I pushing? What would I choose? If I wasn't afraid, Mm. those are the types of questions that you get to start with. And I think that that last one, what would I choose if I wasn't afraid? That really brings it into very sharp focus of where you are taking actions in order to prove that you're enough, that you're worthy, that you're capable when actually if I wasn't afraid, I'd just ask for help. If I wasn't afraid, I would just leave the job. If I wasn't afraid, I would just leave the relationship. And that afraid, you know, that fear, sometimes that is coming from you. Often it's coming from the judgment, the fear of judgment of other people. What will they think of me? What will society think of me? And I have to say, I think it's really important to say that this this is layers. If you're committed to growing, this will come up again and again and again. And the beauty of doing the work is that you get to spot it more quickly 
and you get to allow it to move through you more quickly. But I don't believe that it ever goes away. Yes. Yeah. And I I also want to just say as well, adding to that, that we're actually not doing anything wrong. We've never, we've, we've not been doing anything wrong. You know, survival, we have survival strategies. We wear masks. We learn these things from so Mm. young. Why? Because we felt we needed to. And so, you know, every time you, anyone listening you Susie me sees and opens up another blind spot and sees you know the the behavior of proving and presenting and pushing and you know when we can see it then we can heal it and 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 not to beat ourselves up for that like hey it's an evolution it's a growth process it's 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 actually we weren't meant to know everything Uh, my teacher and I always talk about whether, you know, did life get it wrong? Was it an accident mm-hmm. that that <laughs> that we come out of this beautiful childhood innocence, this wholeness, and then we go into these ego stories, and then we kind of have to live this life to to find our way home again, and and we realize no, it's not an accident because so much of the journey of seeing the mistakes, seeing the blind spots, then learning and then healing, then growing more and then seeing more. That's that's the maturing and we get we evolve through that. Like we, we're not the same person each time we release something, another layer of this. Yeah. So yeah, I don't want anyone to feel like they're doing anything wrong if they're proving and and they see it, you know, for the first time. It's kind of part of being human. <laughs> well, yeah, this conversation started because a week and a half ago, that's exactly what I was doing. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I actually realize as I'm speaking to you now, I, I did an enrol- enrollment at the beginning of this year. That was a really big flop. It was probably the, the biggest um, flop of an enrollment I've ever had. And, and I realize now why, because the language I was using was so big and I was, and I think I I didn't even know it, but I was, I was kind of trying to be this amazingly big person and nobody could hear me because I I wasn't speaking to anyone. (laughs) You are an amazingly big person, but when you're in the energy of, I need you to see this and agree with me, that's when the disconnect happens. That's when we start to get into the manipulation space. When you can just know who you are, you know, that's where the ease comes. That's where the true power lies. Those are the people that move me and I don't understand why. Mm. It's like, why am I crying right now? Like, like they're barely whispering and yet something is so powerful by where they're speaking from and it is it's where we're speaking from rather than what what the words are I remember when you went to see Eckhart Tolle and he is known for that silence and the space that he creates in that silence before he speaks yeah. Most of us are operating from a place of look how intelligent I am. Did you hear what I just said? 
<laughs> and I need to say this, and I, and I need to say that. And I need, did you hear that? Did you hear the gold? His power, his gentle heart, his gentle soul is so deeply powerful because there's nothing to prove for him anymore. Yes. He knows that your growth comes in his silence. Yes. And he's not even trying to be silent. He's just being. He's just he's just hanging out. Like he's just purely. It was the most. It really changed me that moment because, you know, think this industry can be noisy, like really, mm. really noisy. And and I went to watch Eckhart, and there were m- multiple thousands of people in the room. It was the Royal Albert Hall, and it was packed. And he just sat on a chair on the on the stage with no airs and graces. There was like a little flower pot next to him on a on a table. And he literally just sat in silence in front of these multiple thousands of people. And you could see, I was watching him so closely. He wasn't thinking about what he was going to say next. Mm. He was really just being. And when he opened his mouth, words came out. And it was, and it moved me because it was so clear that what was, what was being spoken was being created in the present. It was actually happening all in the present. And from his quiet voice, this immense power came through the whole room, went through an awakening, like thousands, multiple. It was life-changing for me. I know I came back and I told you about it. I was like, wow. It makes me feel emotional just listening. Yeah. And what's really beautiful is that you get to, I'm thinking about the um, Clubhouse app, you get to listen to lots of different people and you can hear which people are grounded and embodied. And you can hear which people are coming from their heads and their ego space. And the majority of people are, and I say that without judgment, like it takes me real intention to ground to keep on to be continually grounding so I know so I keep dropping back into my heart Mm -hmm. but the people that I listen to especially on that app because it's just audio that are deeply grounded it's like we could listen to you all night Mm -hmm. I just joined Clubhouse, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) We felt cool. (laughs) Yes. All I can do is look at it going, I don't know how to use this. (laughs) It's such a fun space. Now I've got my head around it. And like I said, I've come back to myself. It's a fun space to be in, but mindfulness is required because it's designed as everything is designed right now to keep you in noise, actually. It's designed to um, um, agitate fear of missing out, which is exactly what we have to move away from in order to come back to ourselves. And so it's this real interesting dance. 
And of course, we get to choose whether we opt out. Nobody has to be on it. Life and business, you don't stop if you're not on this app. And there's also great richness in there. Mm. And so we just, it's mindfulness as with everything. Mindfulness. Mm -hmm. As you were speaking, I was thinking about my childhood and um, how how these dynamics in work and these dynamics, even as you were speaking about clubhouse and the noise, you know, they, they're su such mirrors for our childhood. And, you know, I was thinking back to being, I was the youngest and, you know, to be heard and to be heard in my house, I had to really be loud. Mm -hmm. And often that experience can come through over and over and over again. It's like, if I'm not if I don't get heard, will I be invisible? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And it's so funny since this pandemic, my family and I, we, we, the gift of this pandemic is we meet every Sunday on Zoom. And we've never done that before. Like every Sunday as a family, we meet on Zoom. And for the first five minutes, everybody is kind of talking on top of each other. <laughs> And then it takes a little bit of time and then everyone just breathes and then there's silence and somehow in the silence, everybody just knows when it's their turn. Mm. <laughs> and it just flows and I just, yeah, it kind of just made me think about where we are right now if we just breathe deeper. There's so much richness, you know. There is so much richness that when we drop into our bodies, you can't help but you, 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 it's all around us. You, you, you can't help but see it. It's when we're in our headspace and in, let's not sleep mode, forgetful mode. Maybe it is sleep mode. <laughs> Hmm. That we don't. I would call it, it survival mode. Survival <laughs> mode. Yeah. Yes. We don't see it, and it's around. And I say this, having you know, you've just gone to New Zealand. I've just come back to the UK, and you know, at the moment it's snowing. <laughs> I heard. I've got fields out in front of me, full of snow, and I see the richness. Hmm. I feel it. Beautiful. Well, Susie, how can my listeners find you, work with you? Where can they hear more? Please share all the places that they can come and find you and connect with you more. Yeah, so I have my own podcast, The Limitless Life Experience. So please come and check that out. And yeah, if you're on Facebook, especially if you are an entrepreneur or moving into that space, then come and find me on um, the Quantum Success Hub for female entrepreneurs. That's where I play. Beautiful. Because, you know, it's I, now I know why. I mean, of course, now I know why I I wanted you as my coach, because Firstly, it is it it's mind blowing to me how you can you can literally run your business and and do really beautiful, powerful work, impactful work, 
and and make really amazing, beautiful, abundant money from this place of stillness. <laughs> and I I am blown away by it more and more. This spaciousness that can become available, trying less. And yet the power and the creativity becomes abundantly more. So thank you for gifting me with that continual learning and inspiration. And anyone who's listening, please go and find Susie. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure she's pretty busy and full, but I'm sure she'll make more space. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for having me, Nikki. I appreciate you. I appreciate you too. Thank you so much, Susie.